0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann.
1: Thanks for listening. Thanks to me. And thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. You guys are going to love this company called Zolt. Okay, I got to read this for you because... It will tell you exactly what it is. And I am so excited for you to hear all about it. The hemp free CBD and full spectrum herbaceous plant powered super drinks. I mean, can you even wait to unpack this? I can't. I am so excited because I've got two guests on today Doug Siegel and Ani Column. Ani and Doug, it's so great having you on the podcast.
2: So great to be here.
3: Justin, it's good to, it's good to be with you and uh, we look forward to having a fun uh, conversation about what we've done and where we're going.
1: I can't even wait. Um, we've already had like a whole interview before we hit record today. So <laughs> because these guys are incredible for those who are listening. I mean, we have had so much fun talking about way too many topics that are not even related to Zolt. But um, so now we get to focus on Zolt. I can't wait to unpack this and and introduce you to this brand. Um Guys, before we get to your company and the product, which would be so easy to go right there, share a little bit about your backgrounds. I, I know um, I had so much fun, Doug, learning about your beverage background and Ani, your work in retail. Um, incredible coming into doing this business. But let's start with you, Doug. Share a little bit about your story before launching Salt.
3: Yeah. So I was involved in the alcohol beverage distribution market um, in uh, running a wholesale operation and really had a- unbelievable opportunity in line of sight to understand how alcoholic beverage brands came to market, what their successes were. And, and in many ways, the success for us in, in launching Zolt was to understand a lot of the failings that occurred. Um, and, and that really kind of set a framework for us to think in, 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 a, new, in a new box and, and allow for us to kind of do what we're doing today.
1: Love that. And then over to you, Ani.
2: So my background is in all things retail, all things consumer. Um, I've been kind of all over the map in terms of starting my career in merchandising and buying um, in apparel. Um, transitioned over into marketing, got an MBA somewhere in between there, um, and then spent most of my career kind of advising brands on how to start up, launch, um, and scale. So my interest always kind of stems back to the consumer and how people interact with brands. I was a psych major, and that's probably part of why <laughs> I been into this field. Um, and yeah, so I've been doing this for 20 years. This is new to me in terms of Um, beverage, hemp-based, plant-based, but we can talk a lot about kind of where how my background kind of helps to shape some of the things that we're doing.
1: Absolutely. And that's a great segue. And it's so fun. Like I, I I get to meet a lot of entrepreneurs and and a lot of them in the food and beverage space didn't come up through food and beverage or retail even. And so, you know, there's a learning curve there. And I I can't wait to hear how like your background's helped you with accelerating kind of the, the work you're doing now. Um, talk about Zolt and like where did this idea come from and and how did it initially kind of take take seed?
3: Uh, it's really two, two, two things that came together. The first was my journey for self betterment, uh, and healing. And, you know, I, I tell everybody, you know, at some point in your life, you realize that you're more human than not. And, you know, it was for me, it was turning rough, you know, in early, into my early forties. And I just wasn't on my a game. And it was very challenging for me to figure that one out. And, uh, being pretty competitive I needed to solve for this and so I ended up speaking to a very dear friend of mine who's um, an alternative medical practitioner and uh, he said you know really look at plants as a means to solve for a lot of what your woes are and you know when you really break down what plants are they are the foundation for what the pharmaceuticals industry has created 70% of the pharmaceutical products that you see today are a derivation uh, of plants and so when you, when you just peel that back and have an opportunity to understand that there are solutions that are out there that are not Western, but Eastern, in thinking that it opens a whole new world to you. Um, and then for, also for myself, the recognition that there has to be a better way for everyone to get health um, through supplements, through dietary supplements. Uh, with clean ingredients, with transparency, being first and foremost, so that you understand what you're getting, uh, and that you also don't need to have one hundred percent of your vitamin C in the very beginning of the day. And that you know as you as you think about consuming um, healthy products or or supplements, that your body can only handle so much. And so we've designed our portfolio to really think about time of day function, time of day use, and how to load ingredients in a thoughtful manner.
1: Interesting. So, okay, I, I love it. You, and you really set up the why. And, and I think a lot of our listeners are relating, mm-hmm. obviously, to that. How do you go from that to, you know what, we're going to launch a, a beverage product or a drink mix product and whatnot in this space. Like, how do, how do you go from, I have a challenge or an opportunity um, or I see a place in the market to, I'm going to go <clears throat> make something with this?
3: So I, I think that for us, um, I have had... Uh, been very fortunate to be involved in in food science uh, as well as alcoholic beverage. And to understand that flavor and aroma drive consumption and how do you take plants and make them taste good was, was a foundational component for us to say, okay, well, let's think about the best adaptogens and in, in ingredients that taste the worst and solve for that. And when you can do that It opens up a whole new opportunity for consumers to find health and wellness, and 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 for us, I was the guinea pig. I mean, when we formulated, (laughs) I sat here in this office with a scale behind (laughs) me, figuring out how to load correctly, uh, recognizing the the fact that
1: (laughs) it's crazy.
3: You know, there's going to be a lot more failings up front than there are successes, Um, but we did it well. We did it quickly, in part because we had great partners based upon our backgrounds.
1: Got it. Okay. So that that's that was where I was going to go next. Even though you both worked in and around this product, um, this product type, I'll say, how helpful was it to have the relationships you had walking into this? You know, and was it different, you know, not going to work for a bigger company, but starting your own business?
3: I, I think... F- I'll speak from the formulation side. There is no question that having a foundation and partnering with, having the foundation that that I've had um, and then partnering with really smart people, I think one of the things that Anir and I are really good at is knowing that we don't know it all and accepting criticism and feedback and finding those that can help rapidly, that they want to work with us. And partner with us. I, I can't tell your audience enough, and, and everyone who wants to start a company, you you own your success by engaging and empowering others.
1: I love that. And then, Ani, you know, you've worked with some for some big brands in the past on the retail mm-hmm. side. Um, what was this like for you? You know, jumping into the kind of new brand startup space.
2: Um, so. I transition, I've gone back and forth. Startups are my passion. Um, I love it because you can get in there and you can just do a million things, wear a million hats, and you learn so much when you're doing it. Um, So the big brand experience was obviously helpful in terms of process and structure and how to deal with like big teams. Um, But uh, I was always that person that was constantly questioning, well, can we do things differently? Can we think about this? So being in the startup world is to me the best of both worlds in terms of being crazy and doing a million things, but also being able to kind of Create order and process um to kind of what you're doing. Um, so for me, you know, my background is as as I said, has always been in consumer, didn't really have any experience in the hemp space, in the beverage space. But what I could bring to the table that Doug had zero idea how to do admittedly <laughs> is absolutely <how> we, zero <laughs> like for him, it's like, oh my gosh. how do i like how do I get this website started? what are all the things I need to think about? He had no clue for me. It's like, let me make a couple calls. Let me bring in some partners that, you know, a a dev team or a creative team, or, you know, we need a copywriter. And, um, whereas like for him stuff on the formulation side is second nature. And I'm like, I have no clue what to do. So, um, it's been really a blessing that we come to this business with, with these two very distinct skill sets, um, networks that can support us. So Doug and I kind of, we run in parallel, we talk constantly, but it's like, I'm doing my thing. He's doing his thing. And the other one's just kind of poking holes and, um, you know, I'll be asking him questions about formulation and he's asking me questions about, Hey, I just got this email from another brand and it was really cool. Can we think about doing something like this? So um, it's a nice blend, but we really are very entrepreneurial in the areas that we own based on the experiences and the expertise that we have.
1: Perfect. I love that. And you, you, you already answered one of the questions that I was going to get to, which was, you know, how do you guys divide up the work or what are you best at? Um so uh, for those that haven't checked out hazelt.com, you can go check out the product there. And it's it's kind of like... Uh, it's powder and they're individual mixy sticks, which I think you guys call it. I think that's really kind of yeah. cool. Did you guys know it was going to be powder when you started? Or did you think full beverage? Or was, it, was this kind of always the plan? Talk about how you thought about sure. it initially.
2: Um, so this kind of came from Doug and his background. It was pre-me. So he had already done... Um, several months of of work um, on this concept before I became involved. Um, and really taking the approach that powder is the new liquid. If you start with powder, it becomes so much more flexible for you to get into multiple different formats, depending on kind of what's going to work with your concept. So whether it's ready to drink down the road, um, whether it becomes part of a food product, um, you know, it's, really thinking about what is this disruptive format that we can create that's kind of like at baseline, and then the sky's the limit. Um, and then Doug can certainly talk more about the science behind kind of why powders made the most sense, um, but it certainly led for a much better and more bioavailable product um, in terms of all the stuff we were putting in.
3: Yeah, I think what's important for consumers to understand that when, and we're specifically talking at the about the cannabinoids, Um, that initially when we were building this brand, um, the inherent structure of the oil needed to be protected. So the CBD oil is, is, you know, is what you want in your body. You want to supplement your body with the cannabidiol. Um, we knew that encapsulating the oil and protecting the oil was the most important thing. And a lot of times, um, early on in in the industry and and still to this day, uh, there's a ton of in, in the RTD s- space, there's a ton of separation. So the CBD separates from the water and sticks to the side of a can. I, I always felt one, we want to load correctly, and two, we actually want to make a difference in people's lives. Uh, beverage is not necessarily that upfront, it's the powders and allowing somebody to intimately be involved in no, their own unique experience, I think absolutely matters. Um, and then as we pivoted, to create a separate channel with our terpene blends, it was the same thing. Terpenes are the aromatic compounds of cannabis and of plants. How do you create uh, a powder that encapsulates those volatile compounds so that when they hit the water, you get this explosion of aroma that drives your sensory and absolutely impacts your mood, your mind, and your body?
1: I love that. And that was
3: the basis for it. Got
0: it. Like, if
2: you think about when you make a cup of like hot peppermint tea, it's like that smell of you kind of putting the water and the tea together is part of that whole experience. So, um, You know, terpenes are super powerful and um, really make a difference in kind of the experience that someone has with our product.
1: Perfect. Yeah. And for those who don't know what RTD is, it's ready to drink. And so that would be like a drink that's already ready, like on the shelf, like you open it, crack it, open a can of whatever or bottle and you can drink it. That is not this um, because this is powder. So um, talk about CBD and like the market and the industry and some of the challenges with distribution slash selling product that has CBD in it.
2: Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of restrictions um, with CBD. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And when we started, our um, it was really important to us to be able to create a platform of education because consumers are super confused. It's the Wild West out there. There's so much clutter. And then you also have regulations that people may understand some, not others. There's some inconsistencies in terms of how those regulations are communicated. And so it becomes a big, confusing mess. Um, (laughs) And so for us, really wanting to bring the power of cannabinoids, um, you know, to out to mass consumption in a way that's different through this powder format really required us to be able to educate um, and, you know, provide total transparency to the consumer about how we're sourcing, where we're sourcing, why we're sourcing, why are we mixing certain ingredients together? Um, If we have 20 milligrams, if we say we have 20 milligrams of CBD in our product, you can actually check the certificate of analysis, and see that we have 20 milligrams of CBD in our product. Um, And so um, the education was important. The challenge that we found in terms of really leaning on this platform of we need to be able to better educate is that there are so many restrictions across marketing channels that make it it's more challenging for us to do so. Um, So Facebook and Instagram have a lot of regulations. Exactly. Adjustable CBD. Um, And so that is a very large channel that many emerging companies utilize and mature ones um, that we were very challenged to be able to use. Um, Google AdWords, same thing. A lot of challenges there. Um, and then as we talk about like retail distribution, you know, mass retail and other places where CPG brands, when you were, you know, if you're able to get into some of those stores and, and build up those accounts, it really is game changing for your concept. No question. Not an option for us.
1: Right. Um, right now, <laughs> at least right now. Right.
2: In, uh, right. Exactly. Um, and we, you know, we launched in market in 2020. Um very cluttered market at that time. But the thought is, you know, things are going to change and we will start the market will start opening up and, and we'll be able to, you know, get on retail shelves and the retailers that we want to be in and be able to communicate to a consumer across lots of different channels. Um, that's been slower than we had thought originally, but I think one of the things that um has been really a blessing for us as we have grown our product line is when when Doug started this and and thinking about CBD and HEM, um, one of the differentiating factors of our product is that he added in adaptogens and antioxidants. So other plant matter um, that's really powerful and really beneficial to your mood, mind, and body, right? So we weren't just a tincture with um, with (laughs) just one ingredient, right? There's lots of different plants um, and benefits in our product. So it became very easy for us to kind of replatform probably about a year into the business um, from a company that we called you know, Smarter CBD, which was blending plants and science, to this concept of, you know what? We're really about plant-powered super drinks. So these awesome plants that are so good for you are right. really powering our beverages. Um, and so it's not just about the hemp. It's about the adaptogens, the antioxidants, the terpene profiles that we derive from citrus in our non-hemp products. Um, and so all of a sudden we were able to really open up our platform of communication and distribution um, by replatforming under this umbrella of plant powered super drinks. So now CBD infill spectrum is one of the verticals in our, in our product line, but we also have just plant botanical and adaptogenic mushroom blends that Got don't it. have any hemp in them. Um, and so, you know, we just launched at bed, bath and beyond, for example, in store and online. Congrats. That's a- awesome. Yeah, it's super exciting. And, yeah. and we've done that with our botanical and mushroom line. So no okay, in that. Okay, so
1: before. you basically have lines that have CBD and those that don't. And the ones that don't right now, you can sell into... You don't have the restrictions and then... Exactly. With, okay, got it. Exactly. So... Okay, that's interesting. And then, Doug, uh, back over to you. On the, you know, I was thinking back on your discussion earlier on, kind of your idea and the, you know your personal things you were going through that you you know you, you thought this would be interesting and as a great product for others. When did you know it was working? In other words, it's one thing for you to like, hey, I like this; it tastes good and it smells good. And you and Ani are like, yeah, this is good. Like, but when did you guys know? Okay, I think we have like something here that's that's worth building on.
3: That's a great question. I have not received before oh um, good got one so yeah I love it uh I'll tell you um probably two weeks into um us having finished our pilot run and what happened and I I mean this is just like the the my my business wife Ani will will laugh and tell you that she's like are you okay I'm like what do you mean am I okay I'm like oh my god I didn't take Zolt today and I didn't I, take
1: salt today. I
3: didn't. He was a total I, jerk. I was and and I realized that, you know, I go at 95 miles an hour. Right. Dude, and that's so I on, get, 115. Let's go. Yeah. Right. So like I'm literally, we're having this call with you right now, or yes. our Zoom with you, and and I have my Zolt next to me and I've been drinking it. I go on mute. so I don't want to disturb, you know, anybody else. <laughs> right. Um, but it was pretty quick where I realized that um I am a much more thoughtful, much more considerate person when I am consuming our product. Uh, and that's a testament to the actives and the bioavailability of the actives. Sure. And I know it now. I can sense it. So I can just feel my body is, is not there. But my personality um, is a lot more aggressive uh, when I'm not taking it. So it took you know, probably two weeks into beta. Uh, and then I knew we had something I, I, right it. away. I was I was like, wow! If I have this aggressive tendency, and and you know maybe maybe I should be the guy, or the you know others should take Lexapro. Well, why would I want to take anything that's not natural when I have a natural aid to
1: help totally, me? Totally. Totally.
3: Um, you know, it's like not the quick win. It's the, you know, long tail approach to, you know, your health and wellness. It, it matters. You only have one body. And I always tell That's people, for sure. it's like, you can't trade this in. We were talking about cars before we, <laughs> right, got before on we podcast, hit record, right. <laughs> <clears throat> what are you trading in? Well, you're not trading your body in. That's right. Um, and so it, it was, it was very quick, uh, and, and very exciting when, when, when that happened.
1: Yeah. Very, very cool.
2: And on the market side, I mean, we started getting feedback immediately for people. So we launched, um, in March of 2020. To so, consumer, um, right?
1: you were indeed, right, yep. exactly.
2: And, um, you know, it was, you know, the world was in a very different place, very suddenly, um, you know, a couple of weeks before we launched and, um, <laughs> we started getting feedback from, from consumers that are like, I am able to make it through my day. I am me. I am a hundred percent who I am, but I just, I'm yelling at my kids a little bit less, or <laughs> I'm making these zoom calls a little better. Cause I feel like the edge has been taken off. Sure. Um, I'm having trouble sleeping. So, you know, I tried your dreamy product and I actually was able to get a good night's sleep. So some of those things have been really impactful. And then we started seeing subscription orders coming in where people were trying to now incorporate this into their daily life on a monthly basis. So um, we had a lot of quick indicators um, that things were going well. Forbes picked us up Um i, I saw like that that was great that was a launch, great pickup um, which we were like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah so um you know there's there have been a lot of things that kind of validated this for us and you know now a year later we've launched in bed bath and beyond as i mentioned but you know that's one data point, but it's like, all right, you know, this can live on the shelves right. um, exactly. where people are shopping every day. So there's lots of different validation moments that happen um, throughout the process. But um, you know, the beginning was, uh, was really just amusing. Yeah.
1: I bet. No, I saw the great reviews too on your site. Um, how did you guys figure out packaging and like how much to put in one mixie stick? You know what I mean? Like well, how do you decide me. that? Okay.
2: No, it was zero Doug. Um, <laughs> so this is actually how we um, started working together. And Doug and I actually have only met once in person, which is crazy. So
1: What? Wait, yes. Wow. Like before we uh, started working together?
2: Never. Like, oh, we, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So because <laughs> he's in New Jersey, I'm in Boston. Um, right.
1: They're not that and far.
2: So... Right. Yeah, it's not that far, but you know, we both were like running our daily lives. Right. I have two kids; his kids are a little bit older, but also in a very busy phase of going to college and all sure. of that. Ninety-five an,
1: miles an hour. Yep.
2: Exactly, and life gets in the way. So we right. met. Um, we started
1: January working twenty
2: twenty. Yeah, so we started working together September twenty nineteen. He had been working on this before. Um, January twenty twenty, we had our photo shoot pre launch uh, in New York, so we met there.
1: <laughs> um, That's so and funny. then, and then COVID. Hey, it's so good to see you finally. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, but it's like it's we talk constantly, so it's just literally yeah. like like oh, here you are in person, but like you're just the same person I talked to all all day long, right? Um, and then COVID happened, and no one's going anywhere, right? Um, I remember. So now, you know, that one time <laughs> in January is when we met. Um, same with many of our team. We're a distributed team, and Got um. It. So we, I mean, we are talking constantly and on Zooms and text and Slack, but some of these people I have never seen in person. So uh, in the flesh. <laughs> and that,
1: so that isn't unusual, I think right now, you know, for a lot of companies. Totally. It's so interesting. It's kind of weird. Totally. Right? So
2: anyway, back yeah. to your original question, yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug and I got on the phone um, and he was telling me all about the, the product. This is before we had started working together. And I was like, wow, this guy really knows his stuff. Um, you know, he's passionate about health and wellness. He's putting awesome ingredients in here and his packaging and his branding and his marketing is terrible. So sorry, it was awesome. Brilliantly bad. Sorry,
1: Doug. Yeah, it was so <laughs> bad. And, um,
2: so I said to him, you know, we're just having an initial, like, you know, a friend had connected us. Um, yeah. and he's like, you know, you should meet Ani. Cause Doug was like, I don't know what to do about marketing stuff. And, um, so Doug showed me the packaging yeah. and, Uh, He sent me a text. I remember while we're on the phone. He's like, "Did you get it?" I'm like, "Um, (laughs) "I did," and I'm like, "Have you gone to production on this yet?" And he said, "Oh, we're we are like slotted like on the line tomorrow for for full stop." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I was like. I don't care. At this point, I was um, doing a lot of consulting. So I said, I don't care if you hire me or not as a consultant, but you absolutely cannot go to market with this product in this package- Pretty uh, with much for packaging. Bam. Yeah. And I said, please rip up the purchase order <laughs> and you need to start from scratch. So, and my, my reasoning behind that is he, the product was so awesome and he had so much passion for what he was putting in it. And the way it was being messaged was doing a total disservice to the story behind the brand. Um, And so what this is kind of then where my skill set comes into play. So we really started thinking about, all right, who is the consumer? We need to be able to educate. We need to be able to um, get that level of trust. How can we communicate the feelings that Doug had mentioned in terms of how, you know, with his mood and and mind? And um, how do we communicate that on package? So that's what we really started thinking about. How can we communicate a feeling to the consumer? So even if they are unfamiliar with the product and the contents, right? they will still gravitate towards it. Doug had already figured out because he's doing all the formulations and um, he's essentially our formulator at working then with the co-packer. What are the right doses of different ingredients to put in there? So you're getting the full benefits, fully efficacious because if something doesn't, Taste is super important, but if something doesn't make you feel better or provide right. you with a tangible benefit, yep. it's a lot more challenging to get someone to, you know, want to get it again. No yeah, no. and I think that, but I
3: think that there's something important there for for others that want to start a company or to build. Uh, start with the end in mind, and don't you know, don't limit yourself by by distractions. Create what it is that you want to create and then solve for how to make that happen is a far different apro- approach um, than than most do today. And you're going to have success if you start with the end in mind.
1: Yeah, I and, love that. Definitely. So, um, that's a, a good takeaway from today as well. Um and, and so, and, and, and interesting. So, you, you think about the product you now, package, flavor, uh, that it does it, what you want from it. I like that on the packaging, it actually says, like, you know, your immune system supercharged. Like, okay, I, now I know what it is. Like, you know, because a lot of times a new product people may not know. I see, I'm, I'm thinking I've got to mix it, but, you know, I like that you put that on the packaging. Like, what are the keys, though, to growth? Like, how do you get the word out? Um, sure. on your product, when you have some of the limitations, you know from a marketing sure. perspective.
2: Yeah. so um, I think one thing, and this kind of goes into the advice category, and I think Doug was very surprised mm-hmm. about this not having a marketing background. It is expensive to get in front of people <laughs> yes. and to, to acquire customers, which right. is the marketing term for getting people to kind of experience your product. It is all pay to play. Yeah. So you have to spend a ton of money to get product in people's hands. Right. After they adopt it, now you know they're becoming brand evangelists and um, you know signing up for subscriptions or whatever it is, and it's obviously a lot um, less expensive. Um, but we see it when we stop. If if we're like, all right, we're you know reallocating budgets to put into product development or whatever, because you know we're a startup and we don't have endless cash we see the shift, right? Like our new customer account is going to go down because we're not advertising on certain channels. So um, for us, we obviously had those challenges with being a hemp-based ingestible product. It really has been game-changing for us to open up our portfolio to other products within this space under this plant-powered umbrella because it allows us to advertise on Facebook and not break any rules, right? Right. We're selling a, a vegan collagen product that is, Adaptogenic mushrooms, plant botanicals, sure. antioxidants. Um, but what we're finding is a large percentage of the people, first-time customers, will buy a variety pack of our botanical and, and mushroom blends, and also our hemp blends as well. So, got it. It's oh, a yeah. way for us to be able to allow people to try both if they want to. Um, and so there's this good overflow, um, and then they choose, you know, what product or what type of product is is going to work for them.
1: Got it, makes sense. Yeah, I see that you have the uh, you can buy them in ten pack and thirty pack, but then looks like the variety yes. pack is what fourteen. Um,
2: fourteen for our hemp and and ten for our botanical and Got uh, it. mushroom
1: collagen Oh, perfect. So, Doug, what are the keys to growth here? Look, next six twelve months, markets opening up. You're doing more advertising. People are. Bu- Coming over of your brand, you got you're in Bed Bath. So like, what's next? So how do you keep things rolling? You know, how do you keep things growing?
3: Well, I, I think f- for us, um, a making sure that our growth and distribution with wholesale, um, you know, continues at 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 a pace that allows us to have our you know more eyeballs on our brand, um, you know, increased conversion through Amazon. We're launching, um, I think, next week, Ani. Um, and so that'll be a huge channel for us. Um, and a lot of messaging that, you know, Ani's kind of addressed where, where it's been a, a huge learning curve for me. So, you know, I just to pivot on a takeaway for others, uh, you know, find a really great business partner that you can, uh, you can learn from and you can admit that you don't know enough <laughs> um, and you become a lot more successful for it. Um, and I think that that also is the approach with respect to the market, with our wholesale partners, where we're explaining to them the nuances of what we're doing and what we're creating. And uh, it's the conversion at, at, for wholesale has been way more impressive for us than we initially thought. I mean, we are not being turned down um, because of the thoughtful nature of what we're doing um, th- based upon the why. So I, I'm, I'm very excited about what the future leads for us or brings for us. I love Yeah, that. I
2: think wholesale for us is is in that next to six to twelve month timeframe um really gonna kind of change the the financial dynamics, obviously, of our company. Direct sure. to consumer is one animal which has some really great margins and you you can oh, yeah. speak directly to the consumer, but you know, as, as with other founders and brands and CPG, it's like when you can get to that next level of scale, which is gonna come from them from the support of offline strategic partners, that's right. um, it just everything changes. And so for us, you know, that's a big priority. Q one, you'll see us in a lot more um retail stores um with some new brands. And um, you know, there's then that overflow and the benefit to direct-to-consumer, um, which happens organically because of it.
1: Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. A lot cheaper to ship powder than already ready-to-drink product, yeah. too. That's a, 100%. No doubt. Um,
2: Actually, 98% cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Thank you. Um, Gosh, you guys offered some great advice, and what a cool story! You've got so much runway in front of you. Um, I, I and I, I will, as we close here. Why well, don't I? Th- I ask each of you for one more thing you'd offer to our audience in terms of as they're thinking about launching their own brands, their own products, their own packet. Like kind of as they're thinking about being an entrepreneur. Like, and you've already shared a bunch of good things. Pick one more thing that has been a big lesson learned um, that you'd share with our audience, and we'll start with you, Doug.
3: And I was pointing to Ani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, I'll go first. That, that's easy. Um, you know, replicate, replicating and, and copying others is, is a form of flattery for them. Uh, that's not going to lead to your success. So if you're inspired by someone else's work, don't do it. If you're inspired by the idea that you can do something better, run at it. And do it.
1: Oh, I love that one. That's, I haven't gotten that one before. I like that. All right, Ani, over to you.
3: This is a tough one. Ani's got to compete with that now.
1: Uh, yeah. That was the high bar. A so, very high bar.
2: Okay. So for me, there are going to be some terrible days, like absolute awful, awful days, like the day I lay on the floor in my room for <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes because we had. 4,500 sample requests come in in one day. And wow. I was like, how are we going to do this? Or <laughs> another example, on Black Friday, yes. our uh, checkout functionality went down. Oh,
1: that's not at, good. At like
2: 11 o'clock at night, when there was a ton of people on the site, our developers are sleeping. That was a bad day. We fixed it. right? But per- I had to remind myself in those moments, there are going to be some awesome days, maybe next week, maybe, you know, two months from now, and there's going to be some really awesome wins and you got to temper both. So don't, you know, you can wallow in the stress in that moment, but you got to remember there's going to be just as many wins as there are challenges. And if you are meant to do this, you got to let yourself just kind of go with the flow um, and remind yourself of that. Um, because something that seems like the end of the world today, um, you know, next week is, it's just another blip on the right. radar. Yeah.
1: Sounds
3: but but like, we also, we also just, and we have to yeah. give uh, credit to, to the brand, to the product because it allows us to manage through those days. And totally. So,
2: yes, that's true. Right. right
3: that is, so true. we are our biggest users and yeah. right. so for others, yeah, if we got stressed, right. Zolt your way to, to, to
2: happiness.
1: I love that. Yeah. I'm but it's, to think it's it. that
2: balance of good and bad for me and um just perspective. It's,
1: it's cool. I love it. Great advice. Zolt your way to happiness. Um, <laughs> I love both of your um perspectives. I can see how you guys work so well together and what you bring that's different and unique. It's so cool to see that and co-founder. So share with our audience where they can find you, buy the product, connect with you, etc.
2: Um, So our website's hazelt.com, H-E-Y-Z-O-L-T. Same with our Instagram and Facebook handles at Hazelt. And you can also find our contact information on the interwebs if you need to reach (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) I love it. Well, um, Doug and Ani, it's been so great having you with us today. So much in front of you. Uh, You got to come back on down the road and share some more stories with us. And uh, I just really appreciate you making the time today.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
3: This is great. Yeah, Justin, it was great. Love it. And congratulations on what you're doing helping others.
0: The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms.